Welcome to I Don't Get It. We got a lot of topic today. And it's all free. How do you, Joe? I played the music to see if you would try to promote it already at the beginning of the show, but you didn't. I mean, if you want to. I just want to. I want to see how petty you were. Is that the correct word? Doesn't matter. I'm your host, Jason. My co-host, Joe. Greedy, if anything. We um, we got a show for you today. We did research this piece past week. Who cares? Not only did I read multiple articles, I watched mar- multiple videos. I watched a movie based on this situation that so we're going to be talking about. Like too much work. So I know at least a thing or two about this. I don't get how something like this could happen. But first. Bye. <laughs> Question of the day, Joe. If you're at a friend's house or somebody's house other than your own, you take a dump. You clog their toilet. How long are you trying to unclog it before you get Oh, up? I'm not coming out. You're not coming out till the job's done? Oh, you're in there for three hours. What's going on? I'm sick. Just wait until they go to bed. Do you want diarrhea on your floor? No. When do you start? (laughs) Oh, I do whatever I have to do. I don't leave that room until until it's unclogged. Even if you have to scoop it out? Yeah. Wow. I think that's about as far as I would go. I'd say 10 minutes for me, and then I'd come out and say, hey. Now, I'm scooping it out with, like, their fucking... Soap dish. No, the little brush. Oh. Yeah, just rinse it off in the bathtub afterwards. Rinse it right off in the toilet. After you flush the toilet, then it's just like... (sighs) That's assuming you get it unclogged. Oh, I will make sure. They should have a plunger, so... so, so Have you ever been in that situation before? No. I flush as I go. I do that, too, when it's um, needed. No, I do that when I'm at somebody's house. A mouthful of food. Toilet flushed five times. What are you doing? I'm sick. Do you want diarrhea on your floor? No. Okay. (sighs) I think they'd rather have a higher water bill. Definitely, for sure. It's like the Dumb and Dumber movie. Or yeah, you seen that right? The first one, I never seen anyone after. Yeah, where he gives him laxative or whatever. Yeah, he's using the toilet, and she's like, "Oh, it's broken, (laughs) by the way. Don't use the toilet." What would you do in that situation? The toilet's broken, and you didn't. You don't have a choice. Throw the toilet out the window. Sorry, I already used it. Mm. Oh no! I mean, if you can get creative, fix the toilet. No, do they have a trash can? Most bathrooms have trash cans. Yeah. Go to the sink, fill up trash can full of water, and manually flush it. Every toilet would have to flush. Mm. And now, would it fill back up? No. You'd have to use trash can set again to fill it back up. These are useful tips. Forever in a bind, like such as such as thing like that. Um, sorry for the late podcast. We didn't do it Friday because I was busy. 
we didn't do it yesterday because Joe forfeited so he could be with me all day today. Thanks, Joe. But on today's episode, I came across this little movie called, what was it called? Girl in the Basement. Ever hear of it? Nope. Just came out this past year. And it was a it was a wild ride. B movie, not great. Based on true events. So I guess uh without further ado, let's get into the subject. Does UPS deliver before we start on Sundays? I don't know. I know it's a random question. Just Google it. I don't think it does. And now, without further ado, let's get into the topic. The horrifying story of Elizabeth Fritzel. On August 28th, 1984, 18-year-old Elizabeth Fritzel went missing. Her mother, Rosemary, hastily filed a missing persons report, frantic over the whereabouts of her daughter. For weeks, there was no word from Elizabeth, and her parents were left to assume the worst. Then out of nowhere, a letter arrived from Elizabeth, claiming she had grown tired of her family life and had run away. Her father, Yosef, told the policeman who came to the house that he had no idea where she would go, but that she likely joined the religious cult, something she had talked about previously about doing. But the truth was, Yosef Fritzl knew exactly where his daughter was. She was about 20 feet below where the police officer was standing. Is he in the house? It's not called Girl in the Basement for no reason. On August 28, 1984, Yosef called his daughter into the basement of the family's house. He was refitting a door to a newly renovated cellar and needed help carrying it. Elizabeth, who had helped him, held the door. Yosef fixed it into place, and as soon as it was on hinges, he swung it open, forcing Elizabeth inside, knocking her unconscious. For the next 24 years, the inside of the, uh, the dwellered cellar would be the only thing Elizabeth Fritzel would see. Any remarks? Are you on Facebook Marketplace? No. Are you playing golf? No. <laughs> no. No remarks. Okay. Her father would lie to her mother and the police, feeding them stories about how she'd run away and joined the cult. Eventually, the police investigation into her whereabouts would run cold. 
and before long, the world would forget about the missing Fritzel girl. But Josef Fritzel wouldn't forget. And over the next 24 years, he would make that very clear to his daughter. As far as the rest of the Fritzel family was concerned, Joseph would head down to the basement every morning at 9 a.m. to draw plans for the machines that he sold. He would spend the night occasionally, but his wife wouldn't worry. Her husband was a hard-working man who was thoroughly dedicated to his career. Now, I can't remember if they explain it in this article, but it's not a normal basement. There's like multiple rooms and then he made a room behind a bookshelf that you have to crawl through and then there's like four more rooms that's where she was so you don't just walk downstairs hey Elizabeth no. as far as Elizabeth Fritzel was concerned Yosef was a monster at the minimum he would visit her in the basement three times a week usually it was every day for the first two years he left her alone keeping her captive then he began to rape her. There it is. Don't don't do that, especially to your own daughter. Uh, to anybody, but yeah, I guess. Continuing the nightly visits that he had uh, begun with Elizabeth when she was just eleven years old. Two years into her captivity, Elizabeth became pregnant. Though she miscarried 10 weeks into her pregnancy, two years later, however, she fell pregnant again, this time carrying to term. In August of 1988, a baby girl named Kristen was born. And then two years later, another baby was born, a boy named Stefan. Oh, is this about the boy? This is about a girl in the basement. Who's this boy you speak of? They called him like, I don't know, his mother was like crazy abusive. A whole book about it. She used to put this kid in like a dog cage or something. In the basement. This man captured his daughter and is raping his daughter and has incest babies with her. And you say, is this about the boy named Stefan? Well, his name is Stephen, I think. Stefan. I don't know if maybe this is like the precursor to that. The prequel? Yeah. Kristen and Stefan remained in the cellar with their mother for the duration of her imprisonment, being brought weekly rations of food and water by Yosef. Why do you let the babies survive? She's like, attached gotta, to them? No, 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 I mean like... Oh, the guy? Yeah. Why does he do anything he's done so far? Uh, but I know, but we're like... First of all, you're bringing evidence into this world. <laughs> He gets dumber. Don't worry. Okay. He gets dumber. Where was I? They were being brought weekly rations of food and water by Yosef. Elizabeth attempted to teach them, you know, basic education. Um, she how, had at, how old was she? At this point, early 20s. Um... She had tried to give them a normal life under the horrific circumstances that they were in. Over the next 24 years, 
Elizabeth Fritzel would give birth to five more children. One more was allowed to remain in the basement. With the other one, oh, with her. One had died shortly after birth, and the other three were taken upstairs to live with Rosemary and Joseph. Nothing? Okay. Uh, well, again, like, why are these babies allowed to live? It's his kids. His kid, kid grandkid. Again, that that's not... At that point, is it your kid or your grandkid? Both. Huh. That's just another reason, though. Like, I mean, he's already raping her. You can't add assault to her stomach. Yosef didn't just bring the children up to live with him, however. In order to conceal what he was doing from Rosemary, he staged elaborate discoveries of the children, often involving placing them on bushes near the home or on the doorstep. Each time, the child would be swaddled neatly and accompanied with a note allegedly written by Elizabeth, claiming that she couldn't take care of the baby and was leaving it with her parents for safekeeping. Shockingly, social services never questioned the appearance of the children and allowed the Fritzels to keep them as their own children. Well, no, they wouldn't ask. They wouldn't know. Three times, though. How could you prove otherwise? I guess. The baby just came from nowhere. Like came from Elizabeth. Threw him in the bushes at night. She's nowhere as far as anybody knows. She stops by the house at least once every year. Throw a new baby. Mm. Yeah, but it's when they're not there, right? I don't know. Well, I mean, Joseph was there. Well, we don't know that. We just know the baby was there. He placed the baby, so. Well, no. Yeah, he did it, but they don't know that. They're thinking, oh, she comes once every nine months. Drops off a kid. She doesn't want. Officials were, after all, under the impression that Rosemary and Yosef were the baby's grandparents. Yeah. It is not known how long Yosef Fritzl intended to keep his daughter captive in his basement. He had gotten away with it for 24 years, for, and for all the police knew, he was going to continue for another 24. However, in 2008, one of the children in the cellar fell ill. Elizabeth begged her father to allow her 19-year-old daughter, Kristen, to get medical attention. She'd fallen rapidly and critically ill. Elizabeth was beside her, beside herself. Grudgingly, Yosef agreed to take her to the hospital. He removed Kristen from the cellar and called an ambulance, claiming that he had a note from Kristen's mother explaining her condition. For a week. Imprisonment for your whole life. Like, what's the condition? <laughs> I don't. I don't. Well, this guy is not smart. Wouldn't leave her room. For a week, police questioned Kristen and asked the public for any information on her family. Naturally, no one came forward as there was no family to speak of. Well, that and she can probably not speak anyway. How much basic education does she? Uh, she being taught. Enough. The father. I saw in a 60 minutes thing would bring down some educational books. 
Well, that's dumb. So Elizabeth. Oh my God, this guy. Is he trying to get caught? Like, is that the whole idea? I don't know what his intentions are. Hey, were. I want people to know I raped my daughter and had three, five Man, children. Five children? Seven. Oh. Well, one died. So six. Three in the basement, three upstairs. One died um, early. Yeah. Um, I guess he also officially... Um, had her dog food in the beginning before the kids. I don't know if that continued after the kids. I, get, I mean, strictly trying to figure out his mind. Why would you do that? Like, if anything, she's going to get sick from eating dog food. Like, whatever his intentions are of keeping this girl in the basement, like, what? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, at least feed her well. Like, the movie I watched. Can't hold captive somebody that you kill <laughs> by accident. There was a bomb shelter in his basement that the previous owners had built. And he um, kept her down there because she was a disobedient child. That was the movie, though. A lot of differences. Probably, in probably the movie can't and hear anybody in a bomb shelter. They, oh, so the house they lived in, it was like, it wasn't a house, it was like a, a building. So there were neighbors, other tenants, you know, stuff like that. People would complain, like, fix your furnace. It's loud downstairs. Oh, that's my abused daughter and six other kids. Yeah. So he got away with it blaming it on the furnace. Loud noises. Let me, let me find where I was. Um, the police eventually grew suspicious of Yosef and reopened the investigation into Elizabeth Fritzl's disappearance. They began to read the letters that Elizabeth had supposedly been leaving for the Fritzls to begin and began to see inconsistencies in them. Whether Yosef finally let the pressure or had a change of heart regarding his daughter's captivity, the world may never know, but on April 26th, 2008, he released Elizabeth from the cellar for the first time in 24 years. She immediately went to the hospital to see her daughter. Her hospital staff alerted police of her suspicious arrival. That night, she was taken into custody to be questioned about her daughter's illness and her father's story. After making the police promise that she <clears throat> never had to see her father again, Elizabeth Fritzl told the tale of her 24-year imprisonment. She explained that her father kept her in the basement and that she bore seven children. She explained that Yosef... <laughs> I'm getting so many fantasy football alerts on my phone right now, it's hard to stay focused. She explained that her father kept her in the basement and that she bore seven children. She explained that Yosef was the father of all seven of them and that Yosef Fritzl would come down during the night, make her watch corn, you know what I'm saying? Pornographic films, and then rape her. She explained that she, uh, he'd begun abusing her ever since she was 11. That's Joseph Fritzl. Yep. He looks. He looks like, like the type of guy, right? That I thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the police arrested Joseph that night. 
After the arrest, the children in the cellar were also released, and Rosemary Fritzel fled the home. She had allegedly known nothing about the events taking place right under her feet. Joseph backed up her story. No. You think no. she knew? Yeah, of course! Of course. Forget it. I, I can't with this guy. Okay. So many problems with his damn story. The tenants who had lived in the apartment on the first floor of the Fritzel home also never knew what was happening right beneath them. I mean, maybe they don't know. The, the wife, definitely. There's no chance. Like, no. I, I would bet my life that she knew. That's how sure I am. <clears throat> As Joseph had explained away all their say, um, sounds by play, blaming faulty piping and no, uh, noisy heater. Today, Elizabeth Fritzel lives under a new identity in a secret Austrian village known only as Village X. The home oh, is she's under, not American? The home is under constant CCTV surveillance and police patrol every corner. The family doesn't allow interviews anywhere within their walls and decline to give any themselves. Although she is now in her mid-50s, the last photo of her that was ever taken, she was just 16 years of age. Um, the efforts to conceal... How old are these kids now? They gotta be in their 30s. Yeah. Yeah. The efforts to conceal her new identity were made to keep her past hidden from the media and let her live her new life. Many believe, however, that they've done a better job of ensuring her immortality as the girl held captive for 24 years. Number 15. Um, let me show you pictures of where she lived. Alright, so that's the layout. Okay, good look. She's in that room? It would appear so. So there's a stair it's heading down to the uh, to the basement. And there's a utility room if you take a right uh, that leads into a workshop. And then you have the hidden door in the workshop, which leads you to the living area, bathroom, bedroom, bedroom two, um, and padded room insulated with foam for soundproofing. That was probably the bedroom. Uh, there's oh, that was probably the same room. More pictures of the layout. The ceiling at its highest was six feet, so it was low. How high is your roof here? Like eight? What's the standard for a basement? Ten feet? Eight to ten. Eight so to ten. I couldn't walk in this place without ducking. Probably not. That's pretty messed up. That's the story of Elizabeth. I mean, it's got to be smaller, though, because you got to make a... It's one of those rooms. I don't know. A lot of houses have these. People build secret, like, panic rooms. Mm. But nobody knows until you, you know, go around the whole house to where the room could be. Hey, I looked at the blueprints, it can't, it can't and be there's a whole It can't be longer room. on the outside than it is on the inside. That's true. 
one of those kind of things. I always wanted one of those bookshelves. You pull the book and it just opens up. They're not. A, they can't be that expensive to make. This day and age. Oh, wood, yeah, nowadays. Or anything. Oh, you want a secret bookcase that only few can make? No, you can make it. I bet you can go on YouTube. Hey, DIY, how you make your secret bookcase? That knowledge guy probably knows. I bet, yeah, well, he has so many bookcases. I build a new secret bookcase store every day. Knowledge. Got to put my Lamborghinis in the garage, so I had to move all my bookshelves. (laughs) Now that I got six Lamborghinis, they don't fit. I stack them on top of each other. (laughs) This whole house is probably a bookshelf. I live in a bookshelf. (laughs) His front gate, just one big book you pull. (laughs) Are there birds? I I had, quote unquote, eerie music. It was supposed to play on loop, but it just kept changing tracks. It worked. So mom's guilty. Dad's guilty. Are you shocked the children that went upstairs never said anything? I'm sure they mentioned they to weren't. Elizabeth. What? Where's the basement room at? Where's the downstairs room at? No, you wouldn't know that. Where's the brothers? They wouldn't know that either. They're probably babies. Oh, yeah? Forgot. <laughs> Goo Goo Gaga. Yeah, they wouldn't know any of that. That's a good point. But Elizabeth never, or who's the mom? Rosemary. She never once, like, peeked in the basement, like, to see how her husband was doing with his work. Come on. No, she knows. There's, there's no way you don't know. You think she was uh, abused too? If you say anything about I this, mean, I'm for sure. Beat you with a, for a, sure. a wrench. I mean, I'm sure she was beat with a wrench, regardless. One hour to kick off. Yep. How exciting is that? <laughs> well. That's it. Okay, bye. I mean, I mean you're <clears throat> Captain Sahara over here. Well, I don't know. Like Drier than the desert. A little bit distracted. Yeah, you've been on your phone this whole time. Yeah, no. Are you playing golf? Nope. Posting my team so everybody knows before the season. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do a quick fantasy podcast before? Are we done with this one? I don't know. I mean, the story feeling. stops there. Nobody can get in contact with her. There's no aftermath that we know of. I'm sure she was. I was expecting some monumental thing. This was kind of lame. Oh, only it a only father that like, what, imprisoned his minutes? daughter and raped her and had kids with her. That's all. So just an American I, drama. I can't, <laughs> I can't make this st- story any more. Yeah, I don't know. It just wasn't even a long podcast. I mean, in, in the movie, she um, treated him nicely. Treated him like a husband. when he came down. And he abused her. Hey, bitch. And she died. 
Well, she didn't die until after. Spin the wheel. Went to prison. Damn, we're still doing the wheel. We're bringing it back. If I can find it. Oh, yes, we are. Untitled wheel. I don't think I have the soap with me, so we land on there. You're good. you talk for the next minute okay so about that story that you guys listen to pretty strange huh no guy austrian he's yeah i think he was austrian abused his wife kid had seven children from his daughter they three of them were adopted to his family Wife didn't know still. Um, the, the daughter got sick and ill. Hey, can he go to the hospital? No. Maybe I'll let her. It's fine. He, she goes. Police go. Hey, wh- why are you here? Where's your mother and father? Oh, there. My mother's in a basement. Oh, my father is my grandfather. Oh. Where are these people? And then he, hey, you want to go out of the basement? Yeah, sure. I'm going to go right to the police. Hey, police. I I was in a basement for my whole life. Like my daughter who's in the hospital. I'm sure she already told you all about me. And can we do something to this guy? Uh, Yeah, sure. Even though he's my father and my baby's dad. uh, Yeah, we'll arrest him. And then they arrest him. Did... Did the wife know? Uh, I don't know if she knew. I don't think she knew. The guy says she doesn't know, but she knew. And end of scene. (laughs) The whole movie. I think that was more of a punishment for me, having to listen. That was actually entertaining. I enjoyed it. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you liked it? Condensed your long-ass, drawn-out story. Into, like, a one-minute YouTube long, clip. Long <laughs> I mean, what do you want from me? You want a two-minute podcast? You want to be that so podcast? I expected some more research. Like, what is this? Oh. It's a false story. You didn't even make a whole, like, podcast about, oh, all these people that got arrested. I uh, thought Christian had a birthmark on her big toe on her I, right I foot. Thought, <laughs> I thought we were going to branch off into, like, the people in Cleveland that were, like, abducted, the girls. And they threw the shoe out the window. Do you remember that story? No. Like, the people driving by, oh, there must be somebody in that basement because the shoes or something came out the window. They smashed the window. You don't remember that? It was, like, three women. They were kidnapped. No. Like, a greenhouse in Cleveland. Is this a true story? It is a true story, yes. Why don't you research it? They had babies, too, from some what? Weird, weirdo guy. Look it up. Let's see. Let's talk about this. I don't remember it. That's why you're looking it up. <sighs> you You dragged yourself into this. Uh, quickly, Michael Thomas or Robert Woods? Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. Amanda Berry. Gina DeJesus. I thought of Amanda. And Ariel, Ariel Castro. When oh, was that this? was the guy. So two girls? Three girls. One of them might have been the kid, though. Oh. 
Um, they were in captive for 11 years. In Cleveland? Yeah. When was this? Like 2013. Oh, so pretty recent. Yeah, this is not like your story from like the Middle Ages. Hey, she was released in 2008. People older than me. 24, 24 years since. Takes a while to develop. Yeah, Amanda Berry. I think you had to see these people. No. I've never heard about this till right now. No, nah, you heard about this. You had to. Oh, God. Sure. Abducted in 2013. Just the day before her 17th birthday. She almost called off of work. Should have called. This is the moral of the story. Call she off don't work. feel like going to work, don't go to work. She went to work, was kidnapped, abducted, and then held captive for 11 years. I don't feel like going to work any day. What do I do? Don't go. Okay. Do you want to be kidnapped and abducted and left in a Cleveland basement? I do not. Because, I mean, what's worse than a Cleveland basement? Nothing. Detroit basement. No. Doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> do most houses in Detroit even have basements? Ponder on that. Uh, but she was, what if she called off that day? She never gets abducted. That's true. Mm-hmm. Her vehicle started to follow Barry down the street. A man inside asked her if she wanted a ride home. Don't get a ride home from strangers. That's like rule number oh, one. That is rule Every number one. Every 17-year-old should know that. The man, Ariel Castro, was an elementary also, school bus driver. don't give rides to strangers. Well, see, this is the problem. They might turn out to be a he prostitute. Wasn't technically a stranger. Sort of, but not really. He was a school bus driver. Oh. So, you know, well-known by the community. Plot thickens. And he was the father of Barry's friend and classmate from middle school. Okay. So her father. He was a friend of her father. Or was it her? I don't remember. But just read it. Well, it says, oh, yeah, and the father. Okay. I'm not good at reading these fucking things. He's He's a friend of the family. Yeah, so you get in the car. Okay, bye. Moral, don't trust anybody. Yeah. They enter a white two-story house on Seymour Avenue. Mm-hmm. Castro told Barry that his daughter may be taking a bath. She said, I mean, I don't know why you would tell your friend that. Yeah, don't say that. And what kind of fucking creepy-ass friend goes, hey, your daughter's at my house taking a bath. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, first of all, I assume he knows where his friend lives. It's a little dry going down. I assume he knows where his friend lives. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck do you just not go over there and wonder why the fuck Maybe your not. daughter is at... Like, I don't know where Ian lives. Like, I know where Chris lives, but I don't know how to get there. <laughs> I've been there multiple times. Um... So, not technically. That's it for friends. <laughs> I mean, All I don't two know. two of them. I don't even know if you have two. You would know where they live. Ian, we're friends, right? Did he say yes? If he was here, he'd probably say no. Stop talking to me, bud. Yeah. <laughs> That's what shit he would say. <laughs> oh, that's funny. 
And you don't know where any of your friends live? I, I know where Chris lives. I've been there a handful of times. But, but you can't if, go there, so you don't um, know. Though. Unless I have the address in my GPS. So I, can, I can get close, but I won't get there. But if you've been there a few times and you get close, don't you just know? Like, if you've been there's there a, more than once, you should be able to know okay. where you're going. There's an exit you have to get off of. I'm 80% sure I know which exit it is. And then you have to drive down this road for, like, five miles, I think. And then... So you don't know. At you some, don't know anything Hold on. At this. some point, you turn right. Uh-oh. That's where I get lost, okay? I don't know which right. So it's it could before be, a bridge. It could be literally every exit on the highway... You then you drive five miles down the street. What street? Who knows? To the left. No, not yet. <laughs> we gotta well, go. Well, when you get off the highway, you oh, turn left. you turn left. Okay, yeah. so you're gonna. The only thing you know is you turn left yep. off the highway yep. and drive for five miles. Something like that. Might so, be five minutes. Who knows? Well, I mean, sixty miles an hour. That's the only way you can track how far five miles is, unless it's you're five of some doing sort it of on your little odometer. Okay. Hey, uh, I'm on the highway. Don't know which exit, but eventually I'm going to just take a left off of all of them. Drive five miles down the road. Mm-hmm. Make a right? Question mark? We're not sure. And then what? That it's like the third house on the left or something? No, then you... Hold on. So you drive down every exit on the highway you and gotta... you go five miles. And then you turn right and you go, okay, I don't know if it's here. And if you see an industrial park, turn around, go back to the highway, and get on the next exit, turn left. And If you see a Cleveland basement, you went too far. Probably, yeah. I assume it's not included. The moral of the story, you don't always know where your friends live. I would say I do, but I don't. No friends. So I guess. <laughs> I don't even know where my ex-friends went live now. Hold on. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't tell you. I have a lot of ex-friends. Ex gonna give it to you. Um, yeah, no. They've moved on. I, I can narrow it down to a city. I can narrow it down to a country. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> They're in the United States. One of the highways. <laughs> One of the probably like 110 highway systems in America. How many highways, How many highways are, are in there in America? Good, good question. Here's what I found from the OT.gov. Over oh. 1,64,000 miles of highways in the national highway system form the backbone of our 4 million mile public road network. Holy shit. So there's 164,000 miles of highways. That doesn't America. tell you anything. I feel like there'd be a lot more than that. Oh, you should ha- ask how many interstate roads. How many interstate roads are there in America? Here's what I found from Wikipedia. There are 70 primary interstate highways in the interstate highway system, a network of controlled access freeways in the United States. So 164,000 miles through 70 interstates. So where are all these interstates? Because we live by I-90, so that would indicate that Interstate 90 is at least one of the roads. (laughs) How the fuck do they only stop at 70? Interstate, is it because they drive in the states? Inner? Highway, yeah, interstate. interstate. You never just truly appreciate a word until it hits you one day. Well, nobody calls it that. The interstate? Everybody calls it the highway. 
What's the difference between an interstate and a route? Or a route, whatever you want to call it. I think it's route, actually. They don't say you get your kicks on route 66, no. Say route 66. I don't think it's route. I think it's route. Route 8? No. You say route 8? Route 8, yeah. No way. Nobody says route. A route would be How many routes are there? I found this on the web. I was hoping you'd pronounce it. Say, say, what is a route? What is a route? Here's what I found. Highway. How do you pronounce the word route? How do you pronounce the word route? Here's what I found. A YouTube video? Can't pull up YouTube videos on my my watch. Nope. It's the only thing dumb about Apple Watches. We got off topic there. So back to your Barry guy. You just give up. He got arrested. They threw a shoe out the window. Something like that. I don't remember really. How'd they get the window open after 10 years? I think they got access to the window. I don't think they got oh, it open. He's like, you've been good. Here's a window. No, I think it's always been a window. They've been in just a basement like this. Oh, and then they just moved the sheets and, oh, it's a window. No, they probably just find, oh, shit, I'm not chained to the wall today. Oh. Let, me, let me run to the window. Gotcha. I don't remember. But they escaped out of the window or some shit. And then police were just having to drive by. I mean, God's thing, plan, right? On the, on the same, or maybe it was the neighbor. I think it was the neighbor that called the police. Hey, I hear something coming from the basement. Would you be surprised if your neighbor over there, if there's like shoes flying out his basement window one day? No. It's his made up wife. Not at all. Did you see the fake camera? Yeah, it's not a camera. I've it's like seen an electrical thing. Yeah. yeah, right. I took a good look. I stared. I wasn't afraid. My music was I, quite I loud when I pulled it, up. I wish it was a camera. Yeah, I was bumping my music. The bad thing about Tesla is... Shouldn't do that. It wasn't 11 o'clock yet. As soon as you open the door to the Tesla, the music volume goes down. That's good. I was trying to be a jerk. Okay. So get speakers put in your car. I have like 13 speakers in there. No, I mean get like, like... and a subwoofer. Get subwoofers, but like 15-inch ones. I don't want the... <laughs> shake your whole damn street. No. There was this guy at Tim Hortons way I, back when. I used to do that. Um, me and the ex would go to this Tim Hortons religiously, right? We became friends with this guy, clearly, because he just liked her. She liked him, probably, too. Hey, probably. He's like, mm, upgrade. I need that. Hey. That God. Mario sound. Trust me. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> Sometimes it's too far. <laughs> right. Um, so he had his car all decked out, you know, like Is she like the definition of like did you ever see that episode of uh, How I Met Your Mother? Where Barney is talking about the crazy hot scale? Uh, I feel like I did, yeah. It's been a while since I watched that show, though. Where, like, there's a limit to, like, how hot you can actually be and to be psychotic. I'll tell you what. Because of her, I can spot crazy eyes from a mile away. 
Some girls have it. You see their eyes, you're like, they got it. Run. I don't know what this is. What crazy eyes is? Oh, I'll show you pictures later. <laughs> I'll show you pictures of crazy eyes. Can we make it like a game? Can you try to mix in regular people? Regular we'll play it next week. We'll play crazy eyes or non-crazy eyes. Maybe that will be the topic next week. Crazy ex-girlfriends. I don't have any. Reddit does. Oh, I bet. <laughs> oh, I bet. Oh, I love Reddit. Will this be the first week you know the subject? Yeah. Wow. Until you change it. Um. Yeah. Didn't oh. Inspector Gadget have a girlfriend? Uh, Yeah, she was another robot inspector. Oh, that was the second movie. No, I thought she was a regular person. It was a reg- uh, like a doctor. Like she built him. That's creepy. She's a creepy girlfriend. She is. How do you build your husband? That's some. That's some. Whatever the fuck Yosef's name <laughs> is. <laughs> that's some shit he would do. I mean, she wasn't thinking. You know, we're gonna marry. Didn't they get married? Probably. I don't know the, the meta of the ins and outs of yeah, you're not gonna gadget. I'm gonna fall for a guy if he has a helicopter hat. That's just the way it goes. She knew what she was doing. You're right. You're right. Yeah, because she didn't need to put the helicopter Doctor, hat. does he really need a helicopter hat? Yes. Shut up. Put it in. Get a little harness. Go on an adventure together. Crazy ex girlfriends, that's a, that's probably a good one. Maybe we can share stories of our own. Watered down versions. It's just you. Maybe I'll throw in my own stories, but pretend they're somebody else. They'll never know. Yeah, it's just you. Until you go through all of Reddit and be like, mm, I don't see that story anywhere. That was him. Wait, who are we talking about? Me. Oh. Who's the one who had a crazy ex? Not yeah, you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Me. Not me. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm just, never mind. We got off topic again. If, do you think she listens? No. Absolutely not. Like trying to Stockholm Syndrome you still from afar? Ugh. <laughs> God, she was fucking insane. What were you talking about prior to this? Um. Mm. Before I brought oh, Barney Stinson. The subwoofers. first. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the Tim Hortons guy, he had a decked out car, you know, subwoofers out the butt. And he's like, you guys want to ride? No back seat existed. So we both had to sit in the front seat. Like the mirrors were like vibrating. Like her hair was like going up. (laughs) It was wild. My car used used to do that. My Buick. Before I had electrical problems. Because of it, I guess it's just a a recall that like GM cars in like 2008 just had bad electrical systems. So when Enormous put in my sound system, they did it fine. Yeah, not their problem. But they had a paper. Hey, we won't warranty this because it's you might have a problem with your electrical system in the future. Okay, fine. Dude, I was riding down the street, rumbling houses. 
Your neighbor would love you now. I had two 15s in my trunk. My whole trunk was two subwoofers. Mm. That's all that fit. Maybe, maybe like a grocery bag, maybe. And I remember I pulled it to work one day. I don't remember what was playing. I think it was Ice Cream Paint Job, Paint Shop, or whatever the hell that song was. No idea. It's like, hold on. But I pulled up and I came in the. I pull up the door. Is that your car? Yeah. It was rumbling the building. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that, this, that is, that this is pretty song. intense. Oh, hold on. We're doing. Watching an Alibaba commercial. Uh, come on with the unskippable ads. Like, please. You don't know this song? Hold on. I don't know what the point of this song was. It was like a 2000s rap song. No idea. The whole idea is like his paint job is like really like cold and ice cream. Huh. Well. So stupid. Stupid salt. Yeah, it is. Moral of the story today. Don't go in the basement. Don't call off work. Or call off work. Yeah. Call off if work. If you can, call off work. Yeah, call if off. If you're work. feeling like you should. Because Amanda Berry took her 11 years. To ever go back to work I, I don't even, I don't even know if she went back to work I don't know after a traumatic experience like that do you go back to work probably not probably shouldn't laugh about somebody being a kid now. there you go again 11 years see y'all next Goodbye, week everybody before I get in trouble <laughs>